You're listening to a VC short. These are shorter bonus episodes released only on our podcast, The VC Hour. They are a product of Radio ABC 993 FM, a ministry of African Bible University in Uganda. This episode is an alumni spotlight. They're recorded on location instead of in a studio, so you might hear some background noises. We believe these testimonies are so encouraging that they're worth it, and we trust you will too. Well, thank you so much for being willing to meet with us. We have a lot of people who want to hear from you today. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, starting out with your name and and how you came to ABU? Thank you so much. My name is Omoda Andrew Ronald. I come from Kumi. That's one of the least of the eastern part of Uganda. How I came to know ABU, I was through a friend called Lucas Sam. Lucas Sam was with me before I joined ABU. We used to do ministry together, the discipleship of, of the young, young people. And when Lucas learned that uh, ABU is some good institution, he decided to call me that Andrew, can we be part of this? Actually, incidentally, after when he joined ABU, he talked to ABU people about me. Then ABU people called me, not him. Then I was like, where is this call coming from? So that's how I came to know about ABU. I received uh, a call from the institution and I responded positively. They asked me questions if I would love to join a Bible school. And by that time I was working and I said, yes, I want to join a Bible school. That was the, I think you're the second class, right? You're, yes. There was one class ahead of you and you're in the second class. That's amazing. And so your friend was in that pioneer class. Then. Yes. Oh, very good. And what, what degree did you seek when you came? I did uh, community leadership with education. That's the major I did because I am also a professional a teacher, a teacher by profession. So I opted to do community leadership with education. And in fact, you were already an educator on some level before you even came. Yes, I was. Yeah. Was it hard for you to have to leave the job? That's a bit of a step of faith, I think. It was just a step of faith simply because, you know, when I got the call from my African Bible University, then I decided, I read through the letter which was sent to me, and I made a decision to join Bible school simply because my heart was there. Uh, prior to that, I was involved in some terrible accident, which left me almost dead. And therefore, I knew I was just, I had a purpose as to why I lived. So when I got this call, I said, yes, I will go to study Bible. I even heard you had been in a, in a coma. You'd been unconscious for some time as a result of the accident. Yes, yes, yes. So you woke up and you thought, I have to have some kind of purpose for my life. God's keeping me here for some reason. When I discovered I was alive after like one month, and people told me all what happened and told me my friends died, I said, why am I alive? And therefore, I need to do this thing lest I will miss a point. So I need to do work for God. And before I get to do God's work, I need to go through a training. And African Bible University calling me, ABC then, was an opportunity for me to get a training that would help me to do God's work. And okay, and so you graduated in 2010, as we're recording this, that's about 12 years ago. It's yes. It's been a while, and you, but you've been very busy since then. Yes, I've been very busy since then. After I graduated from African Bible University then, and my pastor called me, I went back to Kumi and worked with the Pentecostal Assemblies of God Church. In that church, I also worked with the vulnerable children uh, with the ministry that partners with Compassion International. I was the project director in that ministry. I worked for six years in that ministry. 
heading and helping the vulnerable people and also the vulnerable parents of these children and discipling them actually discipleship of the children and discipleship of the parents and the entire church i was also an associate pastor in that time so in that ministry and at your time in abu uh, you developed some relationships with some of the men at abu who, you, who encouraged you towards ministry as well uh, for instance you've mentioned to me how palmer was one of the people who had really pushed you towards trying to help direct other pastors in their education as well yeah palmer orobason was an inspiration to me he inspired me so much after i saw my the zeal that i had for god and despite my sickness, I mean, I had this trauma of the accident trauma, which actually almost made me to leave ABU. But the family of Dr. Robertson and the wife kept encouraging me to stay, to stay at school. So we're very close than any other person with Dr. Robertson because of my situation. So they kept on pushing and encouraging me. Not until I think up to two years, this thing cleared, God caused some, some healing that I didn't expect. And I'd continue with my course normally. And that's that's fantastic. I know he'll be very pleased to hear that. And I could not be able to study because of the financial challenge. But then thanks be to God for Kenny McKenzie and the wife who actually called on me after hearing my story about how willing I was to study the word of God. And they asked, they told me, we will pray with you. And somehow they got alongside me, one of the Christians in Scotland called Stuart who supported me through my education at African Bible University. I must say thank you to that family, even though I've not seen them. They did an amazing thing for me. It's amazing. It's fantastic that you have a heart of gratitude. That's so delightful to see and to hear. And you have a similar kind of story, in a way, about what happened next. Yes, I remember while I was in African Bible University, I met one of the professors who told me, you never stop learning. With the Bible, you never stop learning. It was like um, we had spiritual emphasis week. And he said, you never stop learning until you get done with life. So that thing encouraged me so much. So I kept trying for opportunities to go and study abroad. Not necessarily abroad. I wanted to study continually. continually. But in a way, God provided a way for me to go and study in Korea. And therefore, I was in Korea since 2017. I left my job. Like I left the first job, I also left now the job I was doing ministry job but of course there was some someone supporting me i left that job and i went to korea for three years 2017 to 2020. wow so you're you were there finishing up as COVID is getting started up yeah travel restrictions are in and sure, so sure, forth sure. and I, we, we know a little bit about that on our end too yeah uh but you did you made it back master's degree in divinity that's fantastic and you went to, went back to work again. So you're now again you're doing some things related to your original mission, but with more education behind you and helping others. Maybe people would like to hear what that is. Actually, ideally, before I went to Korea, I had a training a program for pastors. I was working with the children and the parents who mm. are vulnerable, mm. but I was also training pastors. Mm. These pastors are the ones who could not go to Bible school, and yet they are leading a church. Mm. And therefore, I could apportion my time. Quite every week, I could apportion one day to train the pastors. Now, coming from South Korea, even after COVID time, I, I kind of waited for some time. And now, again, I am training pastors on Bible and theology, preaching, because, you know, we realize that they cannot be able, some of them can, cannot go to school. And so that is what I am doing right now. Also, do the training, I teach students at the Kum University. I also teach the Bible students of Umbale, 
theological school but i also coordinate a ministry of pastors in south teso pastorate which comprises of over 40000 members mm. and therefore the 40000 members of the people are being pastored by some people and therefore it is my duty to make sure they go through trainings either locally or coordinate for them to go to bible schools that's what i do now that's amazing we we're always talking about how our desire is to train the trainer that's kind of in the dna of abc the uh, paul was always talking about being a change maker being a change maker yes, that yes, used yes, to be yes, helping yes, people yes. be change makers mm -hmm. and so uh, we, we that's that's our delight. That's what we wanted. So I can't tell you how encouraging it is to hear. That's exactly what you're doing. You didn't get a degree and then decide to sit home or just earn a paycheck somewhere. But you're really trying to help people. That's amazing to us. And what I what I do is to train people can train others. We produce a number of people who are already training other people, and I'm no longer in touch with them. And so they're training themselves in other places. That's fantastic. I did the trainings in Serere. I did trainings in Mora. I did trainings in Kumi. And those those places have always pastors who have stand out to be the trainers of the rest of the other people. God's taken you on a long journey. Kumi, car accident, Kampala, which is not close by to Kumi at all, mm -hmm. to Korea, back home again, and also that you can continue using the things that God's developed in you. What are your plans for the future? What's coming next for you? You have some idea of where, where all this is headed. My current plans, which I, need, which I need prayers on them, is like, uh, how do I reach these people who are pastors? And like, they don't have the, the, the depth of theology. And yet these people are having people at their hands. And that is what I am currently doing. This, I, I'm praying and I am asking for your prayers to help me do this ministry quite well, that uh, God connects me to partners who should be able to help me with the material and prayers to be able to help these pastors mm. on the ground. Right now, I am doing what is called Veritas Training. Veritas Training International, if you have heard about something about Veritas Training. I have heard about it, yeah. Veritas yeah. Training International, yeah. I am training people in Veritas. Very nice. International. Yeah. When they come into Uganda, they often stay on our campus. Right. Yeah. And in fact, one of the people who is connected comes from ABC Malawi originally. Yeah, he's, he happens to my friend now. Very good. Because we are in touch. We identified ourselves and said, I am an alumni. I said, we are <laughs> the same people. That's it. So I identified with him. That's excellent. So he knows I train people. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, so, I'll be sure to pass this on to him too so he can hear you uh, so excited about the training that you're able to give. So. Yeah, people are so excited about various international training. So it makes my heart feel good to go on and on and on, meeting different people, and letting, letting them, leading them into the treasure of God's truth. How can people pray for you? Well, I need prayers um, in how to help reach these people. Sometimes it's quite difficult. Sometimes, you know, when you go to the people, you know, they need certain things that you can't afford. And yet you have to try to tell them, try to guide them, their thinking. We have challenges here. When you call people for training, they feel like you're going to offer them something different. And which is not ideal because when you do that, then you miss a point. So they should pray for me for favor for the people. Yeah. That the people that I get to talk to, I will have favor from them that they may listen from God and not from any man. And we are not going to take them anything. And that's my approach of ministry. When I come to you, even when I contribute anything, I expect you to give me local contribution. What's your, lo what's your local contribution to help to support the training? And that's what we do with the Veritas. With the Veritas, people, we ask them to contribute. Contribute your money for food, contribute this and this. For me, I can bring myself, bring the material and train. Mm. 
And I think that's approach Africa needs. But I also realize Africa is so rich, except just a mindset. Mm. Just a mindset. But when you talk to people, you can be able to open up and you can work together. Pray for my family, pray for my children, that as I go doing all these kind of things, my family shall be together. And we'll be happy together. Yeah. And that, may God, that God should use all of us in this because my wife is into this and we work together. She's working with the children, discipling the children and the, and the caregivers. I'm also doing the, the other side of the pastor's training. Very good. I know people will be excited to pray for that, your future plans and for your family as well. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to the Vice Chancellor's Hour a ministry of Radio ABC 993 FM on the campus of African Bible University. We hope this has been beneficial to your Christian walk and understanding. If it has, you can support the ministry of Radio ABC by going to AfricanBibleColleges.com and clicking on the Donate button. Don't forget to let them know it's going to the Uganda station. If you have questions about this or any other episode, please feel free to contact us at vchourofficial at gmail.com. We're also available through Instagram and Twitter as vchourofficial. We may answer your question on a future episode. Until next time, may the peace of God and the fellowship of God's people encourage your hearts.